Welcome to Guarding Your Nest Egg Podcast. Traveling this summer is top of mind for many. I was talking to you, Mike, about borrowing your beach house for a weekend for a little girl's mm-hmm. trip because yep. I've got to lock in those airfares. They're starting to go up. So if you are thinking about traveling somewhere soon, the points guy, CEO Brian Kelly, tells NBC News that as travel makes a comeback, so are surprise fees. Consumers should look at the total picture when they travel. There are now fees to enter countries, mandatory health insurance, mandatory COVID testing, and especially for families, those fees can add up very quickly. We're looking at some family stuff, and that is a little bit of a roadblock for us, trying to figure out, A, can we get there? B, what if it changes again? Right. And then just these fees and stuff. Surprise fees when you're traveling are one thing. Mm-hmm. Before COVID, it was resort fees and stupid little mm-hmm. fees like that. Now it's a whole different ball game. What about surprise fees for investors? Do you come across that quite often where you sit down with someone for the first time, they haven't been working with you, and they're going, Whoa, 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 hang on a second. I'm paying that on that to use that? Nobody told me that. Yeah, unfortunately, it happens too often, Kristen. People who invest understand they don't get to invest for free, right? I mean, if you're buying a a mutual fund or if you're Mm -hmm. investing with a financial advisor, you realize that they have to make a living somehow, some way. It's just that when it's not disclosed that it's, you know, it's an issue. It it just feels like angry. It makes you angry. It's personal at that point. It it is personal at that point. And so the idea is just be upfront, just be forward and, and just tell me what I'm going to pay in fees if I decide to invest in that particular investment or if I decide to work with you. I had a, a real life situation come up with uh, Jim Bailey, one of our advisors. He was mm-hmm. um, you know, a great guy. You know, we talk about Jim on the program. He's one of my favorite, uh, <laughs> one of my favorite people in the entire world. But he was talking to a couple and, and going through the financial planning process and of course, just just like we should at the end, he explains to him exactly what, what our fee is. But when Jim talks to individuals about their fee, he tells them what the total fee is, mm-hmm. right? So he combines it together, and this is the total fee to work with us. So they took that information, and then they went on, and Jim followed up with them, uh, you know, a week later, maybe two weeks later, and just said, hey, listen, you know, really appreciated the meeting and just wanted to follow up, see if there's anything else we can do. And they said, I actually sent in an email because he copied me on it. They said, uh, hey, listen, we've decided to, to go in a different direction, but we really enjoyed the meeting. And let me tell you why we decided to go in a different direction. And, and they so they highlighted the fees. Mm-hmm. And again, full disclosure, this person said, well, your fees are higher than the other person's fees. And of course, Jim and I both know it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, that's probably not the case. And then second, did that advisor that you're talking to, did they tell you what the fee that they get is or did they tell you what the total fees are? And so it turns out is, well, in in order to and I don't know why, but this particular advisor decided to only disclose the advisor fee. Hmm. Right. And so an advisor might be getting, you know, uh, let's say advisors on average get about one percent. So the advisor fee might be one percent. But then you got to look at the, the actual expense of the portfolio. What does it cost to be in the investments that you're in? And those are additional fees. And that advisor did not disclose that. So in this case, you know, we were able to point out and Jim just reached out and said, hey, listen, you know, no pressure, but just make sure you actually ask that advisor that you're thinking of going with what the total fees are, because I it, it does make a difference and fees do make a difference long term. So it turns out by the time they disclosed total fees, well, the fee was higher than what the fee was to work with us. It's I just see. that Jim had taken the time full disclosure, this is what it's actually going to cost you. And the other advisor didn't do that. So again, fees are important and they are relative. So we meet individuals who are paying fees, sometimes 
a little bit of a fee, sometimes a lot of a fee, maybe too much, and they're just not getting any service. So I would say understand exactly what your fees are, because many times we can find ways to help people save money on fees. But at the same time, what are you getting for that fee? That's why you'll hear me say over and over again on our program, value. Mm-hmm. Are you getting any value? What are you getting for your fee? You realize if you're going to work with Mike Lester and his team at Talon Wealth Management, Mike Lester doesn't do this for free, Kristen. So I'm going to have to pay him something. What are you going to get out of it? And I'm very adamant that we take the time to explain this is what we do. This is how we do it. This is what it costs to work with us. If we can show you how to get a higher average rate of return net of any fee, we're providing value. If we can't do that, there's really no reason to work with us. But at the same time, our clients are retired or close to it. We understand mm-hmm. that you know they're not looking to take a lot of risk. So they want the highest rate of return they can get, but not looking to take a lot of risk to get there. Uh, again, all of that goes in the financial planning process. We can do that fee analysis. Hopefully we can help save you some money. But at the end of the day, Kristen, you know, we can be right up front, straightforward and honest. This is what it costs to work with us. Let's find out if it makes sense for you to work with us and if we're providing value. And that's the way it should be everywhere you go. That's what working with a fiduciary, a financial advisor should mean. If you go to guardingyournesteg.com, you can link up there. You know, they have those national whatever days, weeks, months. Sometimes Mm -hmm. those are kind of fun. And National Be a Millionaire Day is May 20th of every single year. It's a made-up holiday that celebrates the idea of being a millionaire. But in reality, Mike, you have a lot of clients that are self-made millionaires. And they weren't all CEOs with big six-figure salaries. They're folks that worked hard in various professions. And from what you've told me, if we saw them drive up to the office or walk by on the street or saw their mm-hmm. home even, we wouldn't yeah. go, wow, they're millionaires or multimillionaires. Well, I think if you just take a look at how things have transitioned, and I, I never want to downplay a million dollars. A million dollars is a lot of money. But if you take a look at how money grows over time, how well the stock market's been doing in the past 10, 12 years, it's just been a really, really good ride. So if you've been just diligent about making contributions to your 401k and if your company was matching and you were making decent money uh, it's not that uncommon anymore to have a million dollars in your 401k or your tsp people have done a good job of saving and markets have worked in our favor and so whether you have a half a million dollars or a million dollars or five million dollars even though lifestyles might be a little bit different from one to the other People are still, in my experience, looking for the same thing. And the conversation is, it's not the same, I don't wanna say that, but it's similar. So the conversation that we're having is, all right, you've got this much money set aside for retirement. This is your particular lifestyle. These are your expenses, these are your concerns. How do we make your money uh, work for you for the rest of your life? So it typically turns into an income question, right? You can have more income on a million dollars than you can $500,000. You can have more income on $5 million than you can a million dollars. But the the process is similar. And I find, you know, some people have done better than others, but it just depends. And so, you know, working with someone who's a millionaire, I find, like you said, Kristen, they, they don't often think of themselves that way. What are some of the professions that they have had that aren't necessarily six-figure salaries constantly in their life? Well, it could be a you know, variety of things. 
I know you think, you know, people say millionaire and, and people automatically go, oh, well, you know, you're a doctor or an attorney or something, you know, like that, mm-hmm. which, which is That's true. Right. You know, doc- doctors make good money. But you'll also find that um, people that were in engineering. So we work with mm-hmm. lots of engineers around the country that, again, had, had good salaries, but uh, just made contributions. And engineers tend to be, a little, you know, pretty conservative. They're math people, you know, like myself. Mm-hmm. Then we have individuals that, you know, frankly, a lot of the state and government workers have done very, okay. very well. Police officers, federal government, we find a lot of people that have done well in, in federal government programs. So maybe their maybe their income wasn't as high as some other professions along the way, but the benefits, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of a, a good benefits environment. What about small um, business owners? Sure. Small business owners fall into that category too. What I find a lot of times with small business owners is that they invested back into their business. They mm-hmm. didn't necessarily spend a lot of time with 401ks or don't have these lavish 401k plans that they just made contributions to, but they understood and they knew their personal economy pretty well. So um, we work with individuals in that situation a lot. I just thinking about a, a conversation I just had with a gentleman here last week. He's been listening to our show for a long time, you know, over five years, he said. And, wow. Uh, we, we, had a, we, we appreciate had a, that. <laughs> yeah. We had a great conversation and it was one of those situations where he's been busy. He was kind of putting off coming into the office. And so we sat down and just had a great meeting and he's in that situation. Recently sold his company. And so typically when you sell your company, you don't get all the money up front. It kind of comes to you in increments. You get a certain payment up front and it might take a couple of years to get the rest of the money. But he's getting to the point where the company was sold a little while ago and he's coming up on that last payment where he's mm. actually going to transition into retirement. And now that income's going to go away because he's not going to have income from employment and he's going to be you know, sitting on his nest egg. And he had very, very specific, detailed goals that he wanted to accomplish. And so I had the privilege of sitting down with him and walking through everything. And he had met with another financial advisor. He's like, hey, he's a nice guy, but it just didn't go the way I wanted it to go. And right. the guy didn't follow up on a few things. And, you know, sometimes that happens. But Again, I told him and I tell you and I tell our listeners all the time, and that, that's my favorite part of this business. Kristen, no, no offense, I love doing radio with you, but <laughs> just sitting down and getting yeah. to know people and putting together financial plans. So we had a great conversation. I think we're probably going to wind up working together. We have another meeting coming up next week. But at the end, you know, and I take it as a huge compliment. He said, you know, listen, I've been listening to your show forever. I love it. I really wish I would have taken the time to come in a little bit sooner because at least he told me this, Kristen. I I don't think he was uh, blowing smoke, but uh, he said, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And I'm really glad it came in. And, you know, would you mind if, you know, maybe I could refer some of my friends to you? I mean, that's a huge compliment. This is Guarding Your Nest Egg with Mike Lester. Catch up and interact with the show anytime at guardingyournestegg.com. Mike Lester is a registered representative of and offers securities through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Advisors. Talent Wealth Management and Retirement Wealth Advisors are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Mike Lester is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC registered investment advisor. Talent Wealth Management, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this radio station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer to only fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Retirement Wealth Advisors. Florida license number D056341. California license number 0N00828.